Hello friends, it's Kelsey Temis from Guiding Wellness Institute, Be Well podcast and Live Well magazine. Uh, Coming to you this morning from my um, cozy meditation space at home um, on this beautiful weekend. And there were a couple of inquiries coming in uh, related to the present moment, intention, living intentionally, living authentically. So I wanted to talk a little bit to you today about kind of discerning between these um, attention versus intention and truth, presence, and all the things that really drive the the focus, attention, and results that uh, we end up with in our life. So this can be applied, this conversation can be applied to your personal development, to relationships, to your business, uh, your parenting, really all encompassing. So if you just maybe take a moment to just settle into what is the What is the nagging question or concern uh, that you have presently, currently? What is the one thing that feels on the surface for you? And as we move through this dialogue, maybe that there will be an opportunity to have some clarity about that one thing. So first off, um, truth. There's a quote from the Bhagavad Gita that I love that says what is not real never was and never will be and what is real always was and cannot be destroyed there are lots of ways we could apply that you know truth there's truth of that you are real you are here you have a body you belong here uh there is truth in the way that you are sensing the world. So you have this connection to your senses. There's a truth to the feelings that you have, whether they are projected emotions or um, genuine uh, feelings or emotions. There's a truth to that. And whether the people in the room have the exact same feeling you're having does not make your feeling less true, right? So your feelings are true. Then your thoughts, your perceptions, the way you're perceiving whatever is going on, there's a level of truth to that that is true for you. And then your belief system, uh, All we all have uh, some layer of a belief system that supports then the way that we think and feel about what we're encountering in the world. And so what is real always was and cannot be destroyed. What I love about that is if whatever we are feeling, thinking, uh, intuiting is real, there will be something constant about it. Uh, there will be some consistency, some constancy, or some sustainability to what that is. Um, We may fall in and out of connection with certain things, but that does not necessarily make them untrue. Um, And then 
how truth and living your truth come together, being grounded and present. So what, why is that so important? And being present, why is being present so, so important? There is a belief that the present moment is all there is. And there's a lot of truth to that. The present moment is not the past. It's not the future. It's the only moment that we're in. And when we arrive to the present moment, truthfully and with the most attention, we have the best feedback to moving into the next moment and the least amount of fear, stress, uh, unsafety, or distrust about what we're experiencing. So presence, presence is living a, living a life with presence, is to be with effortless will and full of meaning. So when we're in the present moment, we're practicing this uh, being of welcoming, welcoming the present moment just as it is we're not striving to uh, make the moment something so we're meeting it we're arriving to it we're allowing it to arrive to us and I, I like to use this analogy when I'm working with clients of it's a lot like welcoming a guest to your house well welcoming a guest at the door of your guest house with the intention to invite them in for tea. There's a level of openness and welcoming to it arriving and curiosity, a little bit of curiosity to what this moment will bring. And then it's usually in that place that we start attaching to, we're either attaching to the present moment being a certain way or delivering a certain effect and by soft but that already is willful effort (laughs) so by softening that willful effort and residing only in the present moment of welcoming whatever is arriving that is the foundation for intention because the present moment demands or commands your attention All of your attention is in that present moment, uh, ready and available to connect with what is there. When we allow that to happen, when we invite that process, then intention can happen. So there is a level of settling in and being present that has to occur prior to being intentional or setting an intention. An intention, it's a mental process uh, related to your attitudes and your perceptions. And it's the beginning of the I am willing to. I am willing to put my energy in this direction. I am willing to be with this, you know, whether it it be uh, challenging or comforting. So the I am willing, the being intentional is so powerful because it harnesses the will, it uh, accesses the will, it aligns the will. And this mental process also involves the heart, 
in the yoga, the word for intention is sankalpa. Sankalpa. San, if we break that up, sankalpa. San is born of the heart. And kalpa is integrating into your life. So intention can have more of like a focus. If I say, you know, what is your intention? You know, what, what do you want? We tend to go, well, what do, what do you want? What are you intending for this? What are you intending for welcoming this in? What are what is your intention for aligning your will to, uh, put your energy in this direction? And Sankalpa reveals that a little bit more. It's a little more authentic. It's a little more heartfelt because what that intention is, is born of the heart. So it will have a connection to a deep heartfelt desire or a longing or a call or a sensation or a knowing of a knowing of, you know, wanting something, you know, in your life. I've worked a lot with um, women when they're um, getting ready to have a baby or they're desiring to bring a child into the world. And there, that's, there's a thought process, but there's also just this knowing, this deep knowing that this time is here. Or with entrepreneurs that have been working for a corporation or they've been in school and there is this just deep longing to create something to start a business or to put or to take this idea or this um, talent that they have and bring it into the world that's different than uh, deciding or you know deciding you want to uh, you know buy a house or buy a car, deciding that you want to be in a relationship. It's an intention. This intention means that it's born of something. So born of the heart and then culpa integrating into your life so that this welcoming or by setting the intention, you're setting it in motion. Bring, you're inviting it, welcoming it, aligning your energy with it and then setting it forward, uh, sending it forward into your life. Um, there's, so there's a level of being open to uh, being with it, which can be different than a commitment. Um, a commitment without an intention probably will fail. But if you form, you take time to cultivate intention then your decisions and your commitments will have a longer line of, of intention supporting them as they move forward in your life. So another, um, just more on intention, and this is from one of the lessons in the Be Well Way. So this is actually part of the book that we're working on. Um, intention focuses the will and sets the goal. So the will has to be focused before you can identify what the goal is. And sometimes we act first and determine our intention later. And that happens. A lot of times the feedback of an action causes us to step back and say, wait a minute, 
you know, what, what do I want from this? What is my intention? Why, you know, why is this feeling agitated or, or imbalanced or sticky? And, and life has a way of kind of calling, getting our attention and then getting us back in line with being intentional. And so we discover this intention by understanding our desire. I, I love this aspect because we often feel like failure, or which I believe failure is an illusion, but these, these, these sensations that we're failing or sensation that we're struggling is really just feedback. And that this feedback is getting our attention so that we can understand what we want, what is our desire. Because that can change too as things go from wanting a relationship or wanting a child or wanting to create a business to doing that and now the feedback of having a relationship having a child having a business and now my desire is different because it's now coming the reality of our experience is coming with all of these other things and so coming back to being intentional about it now, being intentional about it again. So whether or not we are aware of our intention, it it is present uh, and it is necessary to fulfill a desire or a need. You'll hear me say a lot that we are always serving an intention, intentionally or unintentionally. We're always serving something. And, And the the, the more sticky and agitated life gets, usually that's a gift because it's getting our attention. Life is, is stopping us where we are and saying, you are serving this, like you are serving something. Let's get clear about what that is. Let's get clear about what you're serving and become intentional about where our energy is going. Then this quote um, from the book is, the right use of will involves conscious intention with a clear perspective, an openness to the truth, and a deep commitment to the spirit. So the right use of will involves conscious intention. There's, uh, when I'm working in conflict resolution with people, there's this sensation that when we've been harmed, oftentimes it's been at the hand of a reckless will. That when we're not living intentionally, when we're not choosing and acting from a place of intention, then we are still serving in in an unintentional intention that can cause harm, that can cause, that can disrupt um, the lives of other people. And so this, the right use of will involves conscious intention with a clear perspective. And that clarity of really understanding what is yours, what is not yours. How many times are we taking action on something that just is not our stuff? It's not our assignment. It's not our issue. It's not our challenge. We're trying to fix something for someone else. You know, we're doing for them what they must do for themselves. 
and is that really a worthy investment of our energy um, and is that in, a, in alignment with our intention and this clear perspective then allows this openness to the truth like we said earlier and a deep commitment to the spirit so that commitment can really come through when that clarity is there there is uh, there's so many times in life where we're being invited into something that maybe you know another person's intention another person's desire um, what they what they need or want um, for the goals that they have in life and it may or may not be in, in alignment with the goals that we have and and when we try to um, satisfy other people's needs or keep people happy we can only do that for a while before we burn out that that deep commitment of the spirit isn't uh, isn't capable uh, of fulfilling that for very long you know long term but if we, if our intention is in, a, in alignment with their intention, and in partnerships, that's really powerful. If we are, if if we are intentional, and the people that we are building our life with are intentional also, and there's alignment in that, this deep commitment can move mountains. Like it, it, it can. Uh, accomplish so many things with ease and grace and I'm and this reminds me of just what I'm experiencing currently with my team that I had to take so much time to and take my time to really get clear about the people that I was interviewing and hiring for these positions not that you know are they just capable of performing a task that we have or that a need that we have but i care more about what are their intentions for the way they will be spending their time and the days of their life because when what they need for themselves and what i need for my organization to function optimally are in alignment the grace that flows through that that relationship and that that teamwork is undeniable and it's powerful and when you're taking on big projects it's really necessary and I got to experience that last night in our uh, event that we were having at the institute just being able to move in and out of different tasks um, everyone working on the same thing and being able to step in and step out and 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 nothing gets dropped like there's just there were just no gaps because we're all deeply committed to the same thing at the end of the day the same thing that the personal goals are in alignment with the organizational goals and that's why they can be met we're we're able to set goals and meet goals. I work a lot with sales teams and in, in our corporate wellness work. And you can identify goals, you can set goals, you can create incentives to reaching goals. But at the end of the day, if 
those goals are not in alignment with the intent with the intention then they are outside of your attention and if your attention is not on those things they're not going to be met there's going to be a gap so to establish a in intention and set a goal worthy of our energy is essential and only then can we develop determination decisiveness and resolve and resolve is such a powerful word we hear that a lot in you know, like our political climate or when we're making big decisions that involve a lot of people's lives and and to have a deep sense of resolve towards something speaks to the level of intention that's present and as leaders in our environments um whether we're you know we're leading um our talent or we're or we're leading a household or we're leading a, an organization or a country people can get behind resolve that that's the resolve is the foundation that people can stand on and it's a thing that we feel we we don't know that we're detecting that or we're kind of you know assessing or diagnosing that but we know when we've come in contact with that we know when we are sitting with someone or in the midst of something that has a firm foundation capable of seeing it through. I think we often just refer to that as drive or commitment. But really that's intention and alignment and and a and a sincere connection to the authentic truth of who we are. And who and who we are becomes how we are and how we are um is what then affects the world around us. So being creative and aware um of your desire, your uh constant um, your desire imagining that, concentrating on that which we've talked about in our meditation uh segment. And then purpose and meaning and choice and will are all of these aspects that that can flow from that. So we'll spend some time I think this season of spring working from this platform of uh attention and intention and then how we cultivate that into action action meeting goals goals serving a purpose and this um like holistic way that purpose is showing up in our lives So I look forward to have just continuing this conversation with you all. I'd love to have your comments and feedback from that. So feel free to um send me those so that this could be interactive and and we can continue this conversation together. And hopefully today um you can take some time to settle into welcoming welcoming what is rising that thing that's on your heart on the surface of your skin today and and as your attention is being drawn to that set your intention or form it uh as a sankalpa born of the heart 
integrating into your life and and how does that feel and what are the what are the actions or the efforts that rise into your awareness with that thought of how to move it forward in your life in a way that can serve a, a greater purpose one that can be deeply fulfilling for you but also one that can be the foreground of a deep committed relationship or partnership for what you're doing and where you're going so good to be with you today and um, as always living and being well